I used to say I was an optimist, but I think, uh, nope, I'm not even a realist. I was a pretty pessimistic person, but I've become Mr. Optimism, Mr. Sunshine and Roses. Today, we're going to discuss how you can balance being positive and realistic as a parent, and uh, we have a great guest to do that. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting team, and uh, do you lean, well, I don't even have to ask, Danny, you're an optimist, aren't you? <laughs> I am, Yes. Love being optimistic, and uh, we've had a lot of laughs in our home on this very thing. Because so my, you're so optimistic? Well, my wife is, is more on the pessimistic side, and uh, I am very much on the optimistic side. And there, there's a term out there on ever optimistic or something. It's just a, a eternally optimistic. Eternally optimistic. Yeah. You could say it that way, but it was a special term. And we've, we've talked about that, that we... Uh, anything that, that that we're looking at, she's going to look at the pessimistic side, the, the you know the realistic side. I'm going to look at the optimistic side, and we we blend uh, well with each other on that. Make sure you laugh at this one together as a couple because you could point fingers at each other. There's pros and cons to both. Uh, being pessimistic, you look at the realistic side of things, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You can learn from the optimist, and the optimist can learn from the pessimist to to learn. You know, there are some realities to life, and it's okay to sometimes feel sad or think that something's not going to go right. Mm-hmm. And that, that's okay. It's not bad to have that. Yeah. So make sure you have fun with it. We're wired, as we are, by God for some mysterious reasons, and uh, he yes. puts us together so often. And parenting will certainly test whether or not you're an optimist or a pessimist. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to turn now to a very popular guest, Dr. Kathy Cook. She's been here a number of times, and she and Focus President Jim Daly talked about avoiding negative thinking in your parenting. And on a previous episode, they addressed something called the explanatory styles. You know, Kathy, some things in life are life-altering, but it's kind of few. I mean, when you look at it, you know, not everything is what I call, and I didn't make this up, but catastrophization. Hmm. I mean, we do as a culture, as parents, we catastrophize so much. You know, wheat prices are up, therefore we're all going to starve. I mean, you know, and in this culture right now, there's a lot to be concerned about. Yes. But back to that idea of catastrophization of everything. We don't do our kids a a good service when we're talking about it after watching the news. That's such a good point. And I do talk about that in this book. Being realistic allows us to be optimistic. Um, Now, realistic, do you know your 10-year-old? Do you know your 14-year-old? Do you know the struggle that they really face? And are you realistic? Or do you have a pie-in-the-sky attitude toward what their life is like? If they think you do, they won't come to you with their trauma experience, and now you can't help them, which would be a shame. So in that intentional parenting, again, how do we discern our child's explanatory style, one of those four? Yeah, you know, you ask them questions? Yes, that's a great point, too. I think the first thing I would say is we listen longer. Um, what are they saying? What's their tone of voice? What questions are they asking? Are they blaming? Are they shaming? Are they giving up? So we listen longer. We observe with the eyes to see a solution, not just the eyes to see what's wrong, mm. not just the eyes to see you are so irritating. And I get that. That happens. But the eyes to see what could I be doing differently here? That's so and then good. we challenge them to look at it honestly. We show them real evidence. Evidence doesn't lie. Evidence doesn't lie. If I called your coach right now, what would your coach say about your practice? Hmm. If I called your piano teacher, 
what would your piano teacher say about your attitude? If I talk to your dad or your sister, what would evidence doesn't lie. Yeah. And and we don't check up on them to make them feel like we don't trust them, but we don't trust them sometimes yeah. <laughs> to have a realistic perspective, yeah. right? You know, just uh the last few days I had to this is gonna sound funny, I had to drop off an old washing machine. Now finding a place to drop off an old washing machine is one part of the problem. Yeah. But this old appliance store and they take the old machines and they rip the parts out, I guess. But I'm there uh, waiting for the sales guy to, you know, acknowledge I've got a machine and we'll get it off the truck and all that. And this father and a little boy are looking these are all used appliances you know fridges and the whole bit and this little boy is within you know three feet of dad but he's opening the dryer he's opening the mm-hmm. the front load washer he's looking in fridges all nearby his dad he's not doing anything bad and the dad was just unglued like stop that and just oh. on the poor kid oh. i was like i want to say just let him explore he's not he was not being rough with anything he wasn't going to mm-hmm. break anything mm-hmm. he was just opening things up to look in and I thought, wow, what a sad thing for that little boy to be discouraged in that way. I agree because that's what little boys should do. And little um, girls. And little girls. I don't care. I, absolutely. No, they just you know, go look. Curiosity. These are used. I mean, like yeah. dented, severely dented, scratched. No one's going to worry about it. Open the door. Yeah. But it was so discouraging. I could just see it in the boy's face. He was like, okay, he just wilted. Yeah. But, you know, you, you got to paint a picture for these kids, too. Danny, I'd like to go back to something Kathy said earlier about how being realistic can also help us be optimistic, which you have to kind of think about to really wrap your head around it. So how do you adopt a realistic sense of optimism without, you know, being, oh, everything's fine. It's all going to work out. You know, que sera, sera. <laughs> That's so good, John. I, yeah, and, and really earlier I had said that it, it's there's a strength in having the pessimistic side, and that's that realistic side. To be able to see that life is is going to have difficulty, and you can still be optimistic when things are difficult. And sometimes, I guess, we, we do confuse the pessimism with things are going to go bad. And we can still be optimistic and understand that life will be challenging and difficult at times. And I remember this, this note. I, I pulled this up uh, for our conversation, John, and this is a note from Lexi to me in that journal that I've talked about so yes. many times. You it have says, a journal and you keep it hey, keep, We keep it at the kitchen place. table and each person has a journal for themselves. They don't write in it. Each of us don't write in our own journals, but we write in each other's journals. Notes that are life-giving, quotes, verses. And she wrote this one day. She said, Daddy, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin. Mm. And then she gave me a quote from Rachel Joy Scott. that said, today is not a promise, but a chance. And, and she wrote a note personal to me. Enjoy every moment today, Dad. Treasure all the simple miracles that often live unseen. Don't take for granted all the hidden gifts in today. And that could, those could be difficult uh. things. The hidden gifts, the opportunities to learn. Look hard for them. I promise they're there. Boy, if we, if we have eyes to see that things aren't always going to be easy, they're not always going to be... Uh, the way that we wanted them to be. But if we have a mindset that says, man, there's something to be found here, that's that optimism that comes in with the reality that life can sometimes be hard, but there's something to be looking for. And the main thing is that God is with us, and there's a life that we're not living that's alone. And there are things to, to learn, to understand, to discover. And as my daughter put on there, these gifts that are there for us to unwrap. Mm. Yeah, time and again, we're admonished in the Word of God, to stay true, to stay faithful, to see God at work in us. 
Paul exemplified that. I mean, my goodness, he had so many hardships, and he remained optimistic because of God, mm-hmm. not because of his own power. So, And John, the word and is so good for optimism. This has happened, and. What's your and? What And what are you going to do? What are, what are you going to uh, grow in or grow with in this time? Use that and as something that's a springboard for you. It's not a... Uh, that's a period or, or but, but it's and, yeah. and there's something good to be discovered. Great uh, ending there to our conversation. And let me just point to a couple of resources real quickly as we wrap up. Uh, we have the seven traits of effective parenting. Uh, those include adaptability, intentionality, and so much more. And we're going to link over to uh, the seven traits page that describes those and how you can incorporate those traits of being a really effective mom or a dad. And then we heard from Dr. Kathy Cook. She is so popular and so very uh, amazing in her insights and her books. She's got a terrific book called Resilient Kids, Raising Them to Embrace Life with Confidence, which gives lots of practical ways to instill a healthy optimism in your child. And we'll send a copy of that book to you uh, when you make a one-time gift or a monthly pledge, if you can, to the ministry of any amount. Donate to Focus on the Family. We'll send the book to you. The details are in the show notes. More from Dr. Kathy Cook next time. And uh, for now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for joining us for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Smalley. And I'm Erin Smalley. Marriage is an amazing gift from God, but it can also be a challenge sometimes. That's right. We could all use a little guidance. And that's why we started our podcast, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. We talk about things like recognizing conflict cycles, dealing with stress, and how to grow your love each day. Listen at crazylittlethingcalledmarriage.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see you there.